Welcome to our Thoughts On series. This one is about the birth, the Complete Human Experience podcast we recorded with Lindsay Matthews, the founder of BirthFit. And we did that over in uh, Austin, Texas, in her lovely little house. It was quite... Well, I found it interesting. Let me start that. <laughs> having, having experienced birth... Having experienced birth fairly recently, and I guess it's, it's a sort of a weird thing to talk about birth being two guys. Well, I don't think anything's weird to talk about because it's just your experience of uh, your personal experience of an experience, and uh, you know, you're yeah. one half of the reason it happened. <laughs> so, yeah, I would like to think so. You know, hopefully, I think just it, it it's. Um, it's considered such a female thing. Oh, he's fine, he's fine. It's considered such a female thing. Birth. Like, it's all about the... How do you say it without... without uh, well, let's say it a different way. We're two dudes with our own experiences. And, you know... One of us has been through a birth experience, which is you, and the other yeah. one hasn't. Yeah. <laughs> so it's so it's our reflections on the birth process. That's that's yeah. what it is. <laughs> you know, it's, it's yeah. It's, we're not we're not trying to say that it's anything else other than that. Yeah, and it, and it and so that's that's why I thought the conversation was was uh, interesting was because um, it felt very cathartic for you, like the the conversation in the same way that the Arthur Joseph one did for me. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and it you, was. For me, I think it was... I think it was pretty obvious it was. However old Esky was at the time. Eight or nine weeks, I think you yeah, said. Yeah, eight or nine weeks. Podcast. And we'd gone away for two weeks. Subsequently now, obviously, we, Luce and I, heard an interesting thing about birth and that post-birth, it is a like a blowing open of life itself. And men and women process it really differently. And when we were talking or having a session with a, an osteopath and doing breath work, they were saying that men and women have to process it very differently. And almost there's a split and the man goes to one. He goes questing out in one way and the, the mum goes questing out in another. And it's really important to allow that to happen. And us going away felt like me questing out right to yeah really just to connect with an ancient you know, ritual in a modern way and connect with an ancient ritual in a modern way yeah i mean it, i think that if we, we hadn't done that trip and i wasn't fortunate enough to be able to go on that trip with the blessing of loose actually mm-hmm it would be a very different experience now. Like you'd be, you're almost in, you're in the pressure cooker and you can't leave. And and then returning back to England from that trip, I was in such a different headspace because we could have, I, you know, it allowed me to blow off steam, but in a quite a different way. Yeah, I would, you know, from, from the third party looking in, uh, Lucy's birth was long 
it was to some degree quite traumatic experience from the conversation I was having with you for you Mm -hmm. and talking about just you at this at this moment and um, I guess you're you're experiencing that and then you're having to stay within it (laughs) because like you're not getting a chance to break you know in the way that an animal shakes off their trauma it's like you're going through the experience, it's really traumatic. And then all of a sudden the baby's here and you're not actually getting the chance to, to shake that out. Mm. So going away kind of, I guess, allowed you to kind of shake that out. It allowed you the space to be able to come back. You're yeah, having cleared it, you know? Yeah. There are so many differing viewpoints on all of this, I think. And how it comes to me, having only done it once, but this not a reliance but there's a there's an accepted norm that is this nuclear family and then from that point on you do everything together and you move in this way that in any other scenario would be seen as completely inefficient not not holding each person in their highest and that's almost okay you now have a baby you you all do everything together all of the time And that having done a little bit of that, it just doesn't well, this accepted norm that then people feel that they should do something in a in a certain way feels like it creates loads and loads of uh burying of problems like suppressing a bunch of stuff when actually you just almost want to let things come up what i've experienced esky's now five nearly six months and i've heard people say this before like babies are like a mirror to and i've equated that to they're a mirror to everything that you haven't dealt with in your past it seems to come up and you can either keep on suppressing it, but you know it's going to f- flip somewhere down the line. So you can start processing before you have a a baby. And, and Luce and I were very proactive in that to not take forward as much of the ancestral baggage as we could. And we were going through a bunch of stuff independently at, at that point. Then we have a baby... And then even then it just, it throws up all of these things. Like, why am I responding like like my dad did or like my mum did? And, um, and you find yourself not actually being you unless you're prepared to go and deal with it. And I think that comes, it sort of links back into... Lindsay they're they're talking about birth in a in a in a really honest way in a non-isolation non-isolatory way it's not just birth it's the motherhood transition which is preconception to postpartum and all parts in between and it involves different parts of individuals and respecting each part of it um I think hearing you thinking about it, 
they're allowing it to be the way it should be for the individual as opposed to what society is saying which is it has to be like this and then post the birth it has to be like this and this is what you know this is what has to happen in these various steps which is okay but probably works for some people and that's totally fine and there becomes a a way because so many people link into a way but then it disrespects the fact that not everyone is going to always link into that way mm. and actually we're individuals and there's an individual way you know to do things and um even with the birth plan Lindsay talked about how you know they find words embo you know talked about having a fun birth mm. um and so that's what that's the environment they try to create in to ensure that that happens and that was very particular and specific to her and someone else has a different word in in a different way and and it's just kind of allowing it to be rather than applying all of society's pressures and all of society's stories about this is the way it's got to be it's like no no the way it's got to be is the way that's right for me and my partner mm. you, know, you and Lucy in this in this occasion and that's where and but some people really struggle with that because they can't get over their own stories of but what do you mean you did it like this but that's not how you should do it and so no, no, the way i should do it is the way that i want to do it my experience of that was the people that bring their baggage are everyone else in that room yeah precisely they all have their own they've all learned a way uh, and I can remember saying to... This is why the podcast felt very cathartic. For you. Uh, yeah, oh, absolutely. And I th- Maybe people don't talk about it enough. You only ever hear the horror stories. And I'll always say it was, it was like going into battle, but it was also the most beautiful experience ever because r- in that moment, it showed lo- me the potential Lucy and I have to deal with this kind of uh, energy. Um, and people so back to where my head was which it's slightly forgotten being in that space and saying to people everything that you've been taught you don't need to do it straight away but but people want to and they want to instill almost what they've learnt you see it when when I was a little kid and I'd have read a book all I'd want to talk about was what I'd read, that kind of paragraph or whatever, rather than thinking it, processing it, discarding and sort of learning the principles. When someone else, they don't need to hear that bit, but people want to push what they know, and then you end up with this conflicting opinions. And it becomes a really... what well, other people bring their... I'm going to call it shit into this situation when you just don't need it. Well, people are very keen on the phrase, you should learn from other people's lessons. It's such a shallow point of view because it really robs you of your experience and of your understanding of your growth. You should be allowed to have the experience. You should be allowed to reflect on it. You should be allowed to process it and then you should be allowed to turn it into you know, some wisdom that you bring forward if should you decide to have another baby mm. or just into life in general. Not, you know, not, you know, you don't have to have a birth and that knowledge is only confined to having another birth. And, you know, it, it really robs people if they're not allowed to go through the experience in the mm. way that they want to go through it. Of course, you're there. I mean, you know, I'm talking third party here because I haven't, I haven't experienced it, but, you know, you're there and, you know, to take guidance from other people and that's your prerogative to say, we need help. Please, please give me the guidance. Thanks for the guidance. 
I will take that and process it and do with it as I wish. Mm. It's not thanks for the guidance. This is now what we're going to be forced to do. You know, there's, it's almost like you're under pressure at your most vulnerable moment in your life, you know, Mm. to to do something. And of course, I guess it then becomes very enshrouded in fear because it's very tangible life and death. And, uh, you know, I I guess it's a real talent that everyone would need, needs to learn to some degree to be able to come and present the information and present it in a very matter of fact way and allow the people to, to, you know, to do what, what it is that they want. You know, I think your experience is quite unique. I would say, I would say that your experience is very truthful. You personally aren't really afraid to say what you think. So, you know, you talked about, you know, you talked about how, you know, you saw Lucy in pain and the obvious candidate to blame for that was was Esky and how that made you angry at Esky. And I remember thinking at the time, I, was, I remember thinking at the time, I was like, oh, dude, you, you're going to have to let go of that one. He's <laughs> not going to, it's not going to save you. But at the same time, it's like, okay, cool. This is what I think, but like, you need to work that one out yourself. Yeah. And, you know, sure enough, you do, given the time. But, you know, I'm sure there were many people that were like, you can't, you can't think like that. And it's like, mm. why can't I think like that? It's a protective thought process. It's not a hateful thought process. It's protective. And by the way, we're now 70 hours with no sleep and it's really traumatic. And yeah. what can we do? But it's like, cool, there's no problem. Think like that. Dwell on it, reflect on it, process it, come back to it. Mm. You know, talk, you know, I think Lindsay suggested in it, it's so important to then post-birth have a conversation between the two of you that went through it, the two key players, the two main actors yeah. in the whole experience to talk through it and, and you know, probably unbeknownst to you, release some some areas or some some things that that happened yeah and we've started to do that now and i actually feel me going away at that time was great for me i think loose it gave loose some space just to get her head around it but there's also this weird thing it's not a weird thing this judgment where Everyone's had their own experience and it feels like it's just this domino effect. It's like I've had the experience based on the crap that I was given and I'm going to project that onto that person that's going through this and they're going to take that and project it onto the next person. You've got this cascade and it really feels like that whole process is a cascade of things and they talk about birth being... uh, or if you go on to like a drip, and I might be getting this wrong for anyone who's super medical, etc. But you have this like cascade knock-on event. So you have the you have the painkiller, you know, and the oxytocin drip, which leads to this, which leads to this, which invariably, so I understand, leads to an emergency cesarean. And like everything is pushing, like these cascades just they only go one way, it seems, and it's into a deep dark hole where right cool there you go there's a baby (laughs) and you've got to sort all your shit out and you've just had major abdominal surgery but crack on yeah and it's like fuck all of these things and 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 it is so raw for me because it, it felt the whole process was not pro the mother it was about ticking boxes in an excel spreadsheet and i did say that to the medical staff at the time and they were quite shocked and then they admitted it they were like 
well, yeah, we, you know, we're trying to juggle the beds. And it's like, if you hold the mum in her highest, because actually we all want to deliver a happy, strong, healthy baby and a happy, strong, healthy mother. If you hold that in your highest and check all your ego and your judgment and your baggage at the door until it's needed mm-hmm. and trust that if you give people space, they'll be able to make their own decision that's a well-informed decision based on the facts and the information that have been presented at that point in time. It felt to me that if those, if that environment was fostered and created, it would be a very different uh, experience and one that wouldn't need so much backtracking and post therapy and you know all of this stuff that's never released never processed it just done for time which is weird and and I can remember we were there we were at we were in the room Lucy was you know having contractions and like none of it makes sense how hospitals work compared and sometimes hospitals do a great thing but birth is the most natural thing women are these absolute power sources but they require a certain environment to allow them to drop into that zone to go primal but the lights will be flicked on and then this tends to be a bloke who's the surgeon whisks in and it's it really got my goat when this this uh this guy came in, he was the senior registrar, kind of like just cocksure, thought he was a, you know, it felt like he was like, I know everything. It's like, no, you know how to do a very specific, very important procedure when it's necessary. But all you want to do is use that. And what they did do, they instilled fear at every point and it just made me not want to listen to medical staff again like they they seem to do themselves uh no favors because it was like this is going to happen anyway so you might as well do it it's like well how do you know you're just creating that environment for someone Mm. You're, you're making them scared as opposed to just being there when it's necessary i want to see that person and the the surgeon that actually went ahead with the c-section which even after 76 hours it was an elective cesarean wasn't the emergency cesarean caused by a cascade of events and i think that's really important distinguishing factor for me and for loose on how we view the birth of esky it was lucy's decision you know the, the the options were narrowing at that point but it was her decision so she can go, I made the decision as opposed to it being taken out of her hands. And what tends to be, happen when things happen like that, particularly with the medical staff, panic, fear, rushing, you know, slice, rip, pull out. And you end up with all these horrendous things. And it was just like Lucy decided, which was one of the most brave decisions I've seen a person take I mean I was in tears because I felt like I'd failed her by not being able to create that environment so you're going through all of this stuff 
but the surgeon was she was fantastic. It was a female surgeon at this point, and she'd been a she'd been a bit pushy as they are because they're under t- they felt like they're under time pressure, resource pressure. And she said, "Any any questions?" And at this point, I was probably public enemy number one in the in the hospital. She said, "Any questions?" And all I wanted to know is, "Are you really good at what you're doing?" <laughs> and for me. I'll absolutely, I'm a person that will fall asleep in a dentist chair because I trust my dentist, you know. You can... And she said, yes, if there'd been any hesitation in that answer, it'd be like, you're not doing it. I think it's really important that at that time, it's like she had the skills, she could do it, but don't press it on someone all the time and go, oh, you should be doing this, you should be doing this, because this kind of judgment and fear and it felt really inhuman. I feel like I've gone on a little bit of a rant. But it it is it is super raw. We're still working it out. I wonder how how many other people are, don't then talk about things yeah, like well, that. Hence Lucy uh not Lucy. Hence Lindsay's wisdom of saying, you know, have you guys sat down and, and talked it talked it out and you know, maybe you know, there's an arg uh, an argument, there's a case that you could bring in like a third party therapist to to go to help that process too, to ask the poignant questions, whatever they needed to be. Yeah, for sure. You know? Yeah, absolutely. And the, the more, I think birth and death, I mean, last year was particularly wild. You know, my dad died and then Eski was born and Eski's due date was my dad's birthday. Things couldn't have happened yeah. more, um, I don't know. Symbolically. Symbolically than than that. So all of these things were, heightened and then like this idea of birth and death how we just don't talk about it how we shy away from those experiences and yet they're the most amazing experiences that we'll have and funnily enough charlie dark said i think there were four things that everyone should do two of which was wasn't it witness a birth and and i feel like witness death but not in a bad way just those two things i think you, you kind of have to know where you've come from and where you're going mm. to to make things make sense yeah and realize how incredibly strong you are how actually we need both men and women and how everything's being a little bit cockeyed and just put out of sync it's yeah. like man protects the cave wicked you mm. can totally do that other bits it's like it's it's a challenge and there's a famous um i don't know what he is doctor surgeon michel odon who's this french guy and he his kind of advice is just to women was shut the door don't let anyone in and just go and do what you do naturally yeah you know and kind of because your body can do it you've just got to be able to drop into that space yeah and our head rules so many decisions, so many thoughts, so many... Yeah. Uh, yeah, just the head. It scrambles loads of stuff. Did Lucy yeah. do... Um, I don't know if she did birth it, but... Lucy did hypnobirthing. No, 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 sorry. Uh, so, yeah, so Lucy did hypnobirthing. Yeah. Well, we I, I was going to talk about the fitness aspect of it. I know that yeah, Lucy, Lucy was a, training prior Lucy to... Lucy had a personal trainer, and I think that... 
the physical state she was in or physical condition as opposed to state was testament to her ability to look pretty fresh faced even after no sleep yeah after 80 hours i mean it was quite remarkable um and and obviously and she followed elisa vitti's protocol the woman code protocol so elisa we featured in issue two and you met you met her with lewis in new york so she was following that uh, working with so an that, osteopath and and a trainer. So obviously. that's interesting because that's three of BirthFit's four pro t- uh, four pillars. Um, yeah, the only one mind, mindset is hypno. Mindset is hypno. Is that could you, could you say? Yeah, possibly. I feel like BirthFit go a bit more into that. Hypno was very. They're talking to you in a way. Oh my. I don't know that's too uh, sequential. Yeah. I think my experience of... Luce had a physical body that could cope with a, a number of stresses and strains. Her body was full of the nutrients. Yeah, nutrition, you guys are... You know, yeah. she was hot on. Um, and she, you know, followed the woman code protocol and luckily for us there was kind of no planning birth just happened but it wasn't it wasn't nothing was being overthought other than care it felt like Luce was living into her potential right of being a fit happy strong healthy woman yeah you know and as a result of that is you are fertile and you are all of those things yeah um but i don't know where mindset i think mindset my understanding of talking to Lindsay in that podcast, I think it goes a little stage further. Yeah. That hypno, I mean, we had a a hypno class. It lasted a day. But it's, it's almost like, uh, what were we lightning some kind of training to? It's like, cool, train for three hours, then you get this qualification, <laughs> you can go and open this thing, and you're like, what? Yeah, it's... <laughs> Maybe there's too much information. Right. Because body female bodies are they're just created in an amazing way that can do all this stuff. But mm. when you try and mechanize something, yeah. It's simply overthought. Yeah, yeah. It's like okay, giving birth is as natural as breathing. You might only do it a few times, but your body everything is designed to do it. To yeah. do it same with breathing it's like right now think mechanically about all the processes that require breathing you stop breathing yeah the brain takes over and just felt like that felt like that so i think i'd love to know more about Lindsay's or birthfit's mindset protocol but it feels like they're on the language they use Mm. uh, supports the mums to be in a really well it supports the mums to be to to do what they were funny enough Lindsay's uh coffee Great. coffee mornings coffee talk sorry not coffee mornings mm. coffee talk today is on a is on the power of voice it's coming up a lot i speak to Nomi absalom this week we're talking about the power of voice as well yeah like what you say do other people understand your words the way that you're giving out your words or expressing your words. Yeah. Yes. 
just trying to go back into that that time yeah when when you're lazy with the words the output becomes lazy it becomes yeah yeah it becomes lazy it becomes sloppy doesn't it mm. and then you're constantly you're constantly battling sloppiness mm. to try and rectify it bring it back no that's not quite what i meant but yeah. well what did you mean fewer more meaningful considered words yes <laughs> <laughs> particularly in the moment of high pressure what i did realize during the birth process was our ability to deal with pressure right and how many people don't get to experience that or shy away from pressure or that ability to make decisions under duress, you know, under physical or mental duress when you have to hold, <laughs> you just have to hold the line on what you believe in yeah and actually it's always about moving it forward and there's no right or wrong something either works or it doesn't work and yeah and just being able to to be there and it that's why i say it was a beautiful experience for Luce and i or particularly for me because it showed to me how when shit's going on all around us Luce and i could just be really present to talk about something one person going through it the other person not merely watching and creating a space where it can be where the decision can be made by the person who needs to make the decision with the support of yeah in this case the support of me and i think that's invaluable yeah and how yeah just how important pressure is and i wonder if all of the practices that we've been doing it's funny in yoga this morning my teacher said uh you've got real mental strength i think it was i don't know we're doing back bends or something it's like well we're in it aren't we, we <laughs> you know i i'm in it if i say let's do it it means let's do it i've thought about it committed to it let's do it yeah let's commit to that um but all things like getting into the ice being able to have those cold showers to to deal with stuff and then you realize that it's not such a bigger mm. a big an issue a big as big an issue as everyone else is whipping it up yeah. to be around you yeah and, and i hazard a guess that when you watch any of the greats in anything sport or whatever they can almost stop time they're just they're fully in the present moment yeah flow <laughs> flow and the, yeah i was gonna say and there's no other well there are other things but births wax you in the present moment i mean 80 hour i hadn't got a clue what day it was days were irrelevant <laughs> we were just in there food was irrelevant it was selflessness timelessness you know all of those uh effortlessness 
maybe not for loose, but she was just yeah. flowing. I mean, you're in it. You're yeah. there. Yeah. Um, yeah. I met him. Amazing experience. And one that we are six months on naturally still processing. And, and actually we haven't spoken about it really. We've kind of done our own things. I know I went into a, coming back from this trip like in a full phase of all I want to do is you know kind of go out and hunt and get in the cold sea and lift weights and really kind of assert that masculinity there because it all becomes about I think you you naturally default I think you you become who you who you are yeah and when it would become challenging is, you know, it's like there's man's work and there's woman's work. And play to your strengths. And that doesn't mean you're, abdic you know, you're ducking out of anything. It's just like, this is what I do really well. This is what you do really well. If we do that, and that was the point I was making about at that point with that nuclear family, it's like, oh, we must all do everything together. It's like, no. I need to go out and hunt. You need to go and do this. If we just go and do that, we'll be quicker. We'll be quicker and we can come back and join. Yeah. And then we can move forward because and you naturally, there's like an expansion and a contraction or a going going out, coming back, going out, coming back. Yeah. It's moving forward. It's like a concertina. Yeah. Rather than, oh, well, let's... Uh, just go to the lowest common denominator which tends to be fear it's like there isn't time to be fearful yeah there is only time to act yeah and if we're going to act then let's act on our strengths our individual strengths that will move us forward and uh, that's probably how i view being a couple and a, a mum and dad makes sense and that perhaps challenges other other ways, or maybe the norm, the convention. It's like, you know, we've got limited time on this earth. We need to do what we're good at. And uh, Lisa was with her breathwork osteo yesterday. And she was saying, you know, evolution is such that evolution doesn't care about the mum because the mum's done her job, it's then about the future generation, you know, it's about mm. the baby, so the baby's just drawing through breastfeeding, just sucking the life out of the mum, so the mum has to keep fed, topped up with nutrient-dense yeah. food, because the baby's just pulling out, because yeah. that's new life. Yeah, yeah. And uh, that's a, it's a crazy thought. <laughs> I don't think so. Well, it's not, but it maybe in our society now, where everyone is, oh, you know, just different viewpoints, and everyone should have the right to do everything, and etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And it's like, yeah, people are really good at what they do. <laughs> Doesn't mean you're good at something else. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. 
and maybe maybe then you end up in sort of the world where where we're at now where people are becoming confused by certain things maybe time to wrap up <laughs> if you haven't already listened to uh, Lindsay's short form podcast the reflection uh, on reflection that's also um, a really fantastic podcast uh, Lindsay has a daily practice on reflection that she makes live on her Instagram stories that's worth checking out absolutely worth checking out and uh, that follows on from the Ron Calc podcast we released last week so yeah we have two podcasts live with Lindsay at the moment that, that, that are definitely worth the listen um yeah until next week cheers thanks <laughs>